Welcome to The Drive with Adrian and Melissa, a podcast created to... One more time, I didn't click record. (laughs) Sorry. This is our fifth time, but that's all right because you will be welcomed sooner or later and take six or seven or eight or nine. Can we do one more? Thank you. Okay, I'm ready. Welcome to The Drive with Adrian and Melissa, a podcast created to encourage and empower people in motion, specifically educators and parents as they travel around the world. On The Drive, we navigate challenging questions in work, life, and all the in-between. We definitely don't have all the answers, but we're excited to explore and share the answers we discover during the ride. Come join us on The Drive. Let's go. Come on. Come on. Let's go. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, your auntie, your sister friend, Melissa Don. Are you ready to pull up to episode three? I brought some of my sister friends along to let you know how the Think Create tribe is pulling up to this episode and ultimately to this moment in our life. Before I introduce you to our tribe, let me ask you to take a moment so that you can hear this question that I have for you. How are you showing up today? How are you starting this episode and this season in your life? Let's just sit with that question for a moment. This is a mindful moment. Waking up to a new season, a new month, a new day has its challenges. And the truth is, as your days are, so shall your strength be. But oftentimes, we try to show up to a week's worth of tasks and responsibilities with a day's worth of strength. That mentality can leave you feeling overwhelmed, but not today. No, ma'am. You are focused on this present moment, and I am hopeful that you will take this time to redirect all your energy to be mindful in this moment, wherever you are. Some of us are driving, some of us are working, some of us are walking, and some of us are sitting in our house just like Adrian and I. Speaking of Adrian, hey, co-creator, hey, sister friend. Hey, girl, hey. I am so excited to be here in episode three. Can you believe it? We're in episode three. Oh, it's so exciting to have so many friends who have been joining us for the ride. It's been such an interesting week for me, and I just always look forward to these conversations. They're so much fun. They push me. And even in our conversations that aren't recorded, you're always there as a sister friend, so I appreciate that. And when you told me, as your days are, so shall your strength be, girl, did that speak to me. (laughs) Like, I mean... I've been telling people about it, misquoting it a couple of times. Like, I think she said, I said, but all I know is that I got enough strength to do A, B, C, and D, because that's all that can get through today. And God gave me the strength for that. So I have the strength for that. And that has just been so powerful to me, which is why I really do appreciate this relationship and this journey. And I'm so excited to keep going. And I know this week is going to be 
yet another interesting week. And I just feel like we're always leveling up with our drivers. And so I'm excited for this next level, this next vehicle, this next journey together. Girl, let's go. Adrian, I second that conviction that talking to you offline is just as amazing and just as incredible as talking to you during our podcast. It is truly, truly a life-changing sisterhood for me. And that's why we're on here today, because we are talking about not just reimagining old friendships, but creating new friendships and new relationships. Yes, this is going to take some work, but I'm here for it. And Adrian is definitely here for it. Right, sis? Yes, I am. I am here for it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so let's start by rejecting the woman don't get along myth and deleting the me, myself, and I song from our playlist. You know that song. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me, Adrian. I know, you know, you might want to lower down your volume a little bit because um, I'm about to get my non-singing voice because it's time to remind our listeners and drivers of the song, Me, Myself, and I. It's just me, myself, and I. That's all I got in the end. I can be my own best friend. Just me, myself, and I. That's all I got in the No, no, no. Not this episode. Sister friend, not this decade, okay? Drivers, this school year, we will greatly benefit from more new friends. And we will benefit from reimagining our old relationships because we still need each other. This is one of the reasons why Adrian and I created this podcast, to establish a new tribe, a safe place where we as educators, parents, and drivers can connect and build new friendships. To let you know how committed we are, how focused we are on creating new friendships this year, let's hear how all of our amazing sister friends are pulling up to this episode, and let's find out why they think it's essential to create new relationships and connections this school year. I'm so excited. I'm excited too. Hey, Gracie. Hey. We are so excited that you are with us today. Let me introduce to some and present to others our amazing sister friend. She is an amazing children's book author, the owner of Chalet Gardens. Come on, black businesses. She also owned a photography company, lived abroad for five years, and worked as a counselor for over 20 years. She is an incredible new mother to one amazing toddler, Chloe. Hey, Chloe. And she is the wife to one international hardworking husband. Please welcome to the podcast. Delisa. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. I am loving that introduction. Okay, because it doesn't hurt me as one queen making sure that your crown is straightened as well. Okay, so we just wanted to make sure that the Queen Melissa life and the Queen Delisa life was fully represented 
as you are our first caller. So thank you for answering the phone. I have a quick question for you. How are you pulling up to this episode three? I'm pulling up on a cruise ship. Okay. I'm just oh, Honey, you're sailing in. Sailing in. She's sailing in, Adrian. I need to love it. See, see, this is what I told you. I said we was leveling up this episode. We in cruise ships now. Sailing in, taking my time, enjoying the moment. Listen, listen, this episode is definitely seaside, okay? Because we want to make sure that everybody has access to this episode. So if you're pulling up on a cruise ship, we are right here by the sea, all right? And so tell us a little bit more about why does this cruise ship represent your life at this time? Well, Melissa, honestly, it's just... um. For me, you know, just as a person, I'm positive. I live life at each moment. I live in the the now moment. And so when I I love cruising, right? So, I mean, I used to go on cruise every summer, sometimes twice or three times a year. And every time, you know, it just felt relaxing. Like I wasn't in control. That's how I feel in this season in my life. You know, that God is just guiding me through, you know, the ups the downs, the twists, the turns, the left, the right, you know, but I'm, I'm not fighting against it. I'm just relaxing in my um, room cabin and just sailing on in, sailing through life and enjoying the moment, you know, through everything that is even going on, the good, the not so good, the pandemic that we're in, still, no matter what, enjoying this um, journey called life. I'm all about it. And, you know, sometimes it just feels so good to be in the passenger seat and you don't have anything to worry about. You are not mm-hmm. actually driving. You are riding and sailing smoothly. Girl, I am. I'm about it. I'm I'm feeling it. We sister friends already, Delisa. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. And Delisa, you know what I really, truly heard you say was that you are at peace with not being in control of everything. And I think yeah. that when we can get to a place where we are at peace with not trying to control every aspect of our life, we are truly operating in faith and trust in God that he is going to steer the ship. He is going to get us to our final destination yeah. and in style. Delisa is a new mom with a fabulous one-year-old toddler. Why do you think it's essential to create new relationships? Considering, Delise, you worked diligently with your husband to create a new relationship, a parenting relationship with your child. So can you speak to us a little bit about what was that like creating that new relationship that is so vital and so important, creating that mother-daughter relationship? I call her Chloe the Explorer. Because she's constantly like exploring everything around her and I love it. But whenever I just stop and just look at her, like I'm reminded, you know, one, like I birthed you. You're a part of me. I can't describe like the feeling if I'm looking at her playing or picking stuff up. Um, So it was that relationship um, that I've built with her, you know, ever since she was born for her to trust me. And so you're... Your second question of just, you know, why is it important to have essential relationships around you or to build, you know, relationships? Because it it takes a village. I absolutely 
positively cannot do this by myself. I've never had a toddler. And as a school counselor, I've only dealt with four-year-olds and up. Under four, I have no idea. So establishing relationships and building those relationships with other people helps me, one, be sane and helps me continue to just cruise through life because I know I have people in my corner who is going to help me out when I need them. I love that. Did y'all hear that, drivers? If you want to switch from being a driver to being a cruiser, she said it is essential to have those relationships because those relationships will help you cruise through life. Well, thank you so much, Talisa, for being on our podcast today and for pulling up in your cruise ship, okay? Thank you. We're going to let your cruise ship be called Chloe the Explorer. So thank you yeah. so much. <laughs> it was so great to meet you, Delisa. And thank you so much for sharing your time with us and letting us hop on your cruise ship for a second. Oh, you both are so welcome. I really enjoyed it. Keep up the good work because I absolutely love what you ladies are doing. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Okay. Let's just... <laughs> <laughs> You guys, we are enjoying ourselves. We are laughing. We just got off the cruise ship. That was absolutely phenomenal. But not only are you meeting some new friends that are in my tribe, but we are also meeting some new friends that are in Adrian's tribe. And now let's see who's pulling up next to our episode. Hi, drivers. Today we have a very, very special guest. We were bunkmates in fifth grade at Camp Tamarack. We played basketball, we ran track together, and we have a host of memories. Beyond all of that, she is an amazing sister friend to me. And she's an awesome wife. She's an author. She is a pre-COVID homeschool teacher. Let's, let's just let's let's separate the two. So I just want to put that out there. She's a mom of three, plus one on the way, all while being a business owner. Drivers, let's welcome Miss Yvonne Smith, LPC, to the drive. Thank you. Yvonne, whenever we do the drive, we always talk about how are we pulling up, which is just an analogy about how you are feeling as we start to record this episode. Tell me a little bit about how you're pulling up to this episode. Okay, so I feel like I'm pulling up in all black everything, rolling on 20s, 20-somethings with my music loud. Okay, and I feel like that, not because everything is going easy or because everything is great, but I feel like that because, I don't know, you ever just feel like when you get in the car, you got your music loud, like, I'm about to pull up, pull up there, like, that's how I feel. <laughs> and I'm, and my car is actually all black, you know? <laughs> I got a black suburban. So I really feel like I'm about to pull up. That's how I feel. All black everything. Black suburban, black t-shirt, black everything. Black glasses. The fact that you are in a car with 20s is just an amazement to me because I've known you forever. <laughs> and you being in a car with 20s, all black everything is not the Yvonne I know. So the fact that that's how you're feeling makes me, it just gives me life. I'm so excited about you feeling that. Well, you know, when you have four kids, I'm not a soccer mom, so I don't do bands. 
Okay. So I had to go with the suburban flat out. Okay. So you're a basketball mom. That's right. <laughs> okay. I can get with that. You, you know, that, that was our bond was basketball. Okay. So, so this first season is about embracing big change. I want to ask you, why is it important to create new relationships, not just friendships, but relationships in general? So tell me a little bit about how you're thinking about new relationships. I've been homeschooling full-time going on our third year. I'm a naturally an introvert. So as an introvert who decided to homeschool, I had to force myself to make friends. Naturally, like, I'm not just about to walk up to you and just be your best friend. However, when life requires that, I'm like, hey, I'm Yvonne, what are you doing? <laughs> and I think that motherhood has forced me to honestly become dogmatic about meeting new people and bringing them close to me. Because when I do friends, I don't really do the in-between. Being a homeschool mom, I've had to become dogmatic about developing relationships. And so that meant go out of my comfort zone. You know, at one point we had a lot of homeschoolers at our church and I'm like, okay, this is the group of people who I need to learn from. This is the group of people who have the information. So I'm going to go get it out of it. I got a lot of information, but I also gained some really, really close friends. So for me, but life has caused me to say, if this is where I'm at, if this is what God has called me to do, then I want to be around like-minded people. And so that means going out and finding those people. I know you talked to me a little bit about almost reforming relationships that you have. Can you talk to us a little bit about what recreating or redirecting or reforming relationships looks like to you? With my husband, he's He's an entrepreneur, so in some ways I'm used to having him both at home and away. I think he's been doing more adjusting because I'm pregnant. There are a couple friends, they both homeschool. Uh, so not only were we hanging out, we do a lot of social activities in our homeschool. So not only you know, are, were we used to seeing each other, um, our kids are the same ages, they play together. The relationship has really evolved to um, kind of like what the Bible calls iron sharpens iron. You know, it wasn't just about play dates and co-op and art class and science class and let's go to the beach. It really became about, I'm struggling with this with my parent. I'm struggling with these cognitive issues with my children. What do you think about this that happened to me when I was seven? So all of a sudden, like, the conversations have evolved to a place that they, I don't think they would have evolved to. COVID has actually caused our relationship to become a lot closer. As far as for my children, one day, uh, one of my kids was having an allergic reaction, something that's typical and manageable, but I didn't see it. And I didn't see it because I wasn't looking. And I don't mean that I wasn't looking for something wrong. I meant that I really wasn't paying attention. It's easy to get into a groove and to say, we did this today. You played outside, you read, you ate, you talked to your friends. You are well and everything is together. But there's another, another aspect of just, I don't even want to say parenting. There's a whole other aspect of relating where I'm coming in and 
I'm sitting with you for a moment and I'm looking at you and I'm looking in your eyes and I'm looking at your soul. Like I'm not just looking at what you're telling me. And I think as a parent, it's so easy, especially like with kids because they break stuff, they're loud. They do all these things, right? But like there's all these things that happen throughout the day and like your nerves get on edge and all these other things. So it, you like really have to sit intentionally and look at this whole human being in front of you. And, it, and for some people that's easy, it's not easy for me. It's not easy to come down and to fully recognize you when you wanna be recognized, or even if there's a space where I can fully recognize you because I really have to move myself out of the way. If I'm tired, if I'm hungry, if other people are talking, it's easy for me to just be like, uh-huh, yep, okay. And to find peace or to find some contentment doing whatever I was doing that didn't cause me to engage with their interruption. Because pre-COVID, we're at friend's house half of the week. Somebody's playing piano, somebody's learning to skate, somebody has a class here, somebody has co-op, friends are coming over. So we're very social homeschoolers. But COVID has stopped everything. And so COVID means that I have to, I can't parent from the fringes like, and you would think, well, you homeschool. How do you parent from the fringes? Very easily. It's very easy to ignore different things. It's very easy to feel like you're being intimate with your children and you're not because you're doing all these things. But I'm having to pay as much attention to them as you and I would pay attention to each other if this was the first time I've seen you in a year. Wanting to know everything, wanting to see everything, see how things have changed, saying, oh, that's new to engage in that with children every day and to not leave them. I think the biggest thing with relationship building and it's something my husband has taught me is to be selfless and to show up to serve, to show up and to say, I, it's not about what I'm getting out of it. It's about what I can do for you. It's about how I can help you, how I can serve you and to have a heart of, service towards somebody else but I think once I learned to do that with my husband it, it started to change things so I think you know that is definitely something that causes for a smooth marriage if both people are on the same page and say I'm coming to serve you this is not about what I can get this is not about what pleases me right now but this is about what pleases you and if both people bring that to the table as they're offering you have a lot more forgiveness. You have a lot more intimacy. Um, you have a lot more just simple understanding. There's a lot less forcing my will and forcing my way, um, which is one of the lessons that I'm having with my children right now is insisting on your own way is not healthy and it's not how we build relationships in this home. I think there's a lot of great books on parenting. One of them is called Grace-Based Parenting. I can't think of any of the others because for me, I found myself looking at a lot of parenting books. So by trade, I am a professional counsel counselor and have operated my own business practice. But I'm reading different books. I'm like, okay, I know I have the skills. I know these things are here to help. But why, do I, why am I sitting down? reading the books, feeling encouraged, and then I go back to the same behavior. I, I started all these books 
it was almost like I couldn't grasp what they were saying. So I started to write my own book and it's evolving. It's really for, and a working title is Moms Like Me. And it's really for moms like me, moms who, whose own behavior needs to change. Moms who, it's not about the fact that little Ray Ray or little Johnny wanted to swing off the lamp. It's about how I responded. And so while I understood to be gracious, while I can understand not yelling, what I didn't understand was how to change my own behavior and not make myself the center of parenting. And it really comes down to taking self out of the picture so that a kid can flourish without this image of their parent being back here in the back of their heads. Yes, we're going to have our parents' voices in our heads. I still do, right? But how they can flourish as an individual within a family unit without the parent being the center of their mind. So, Well, we look forward to when that book comes out. And until then, I know you're starting a blog. So drivers, if you're interested in hearing more from moms like me, what Yvonne is talking about, please check out the blog. It'll be within the show notes and she'll be posting on a regular basis so that you can relate to her. And I'm not a mom, so I really do always enjoy the insight and the conversations that we have about education. Before we go, is there anything else you thought that drivers needed to hear about new relationship? Well, I would just say about relationships with your children is that every home is not the same. Um, what may work for somebody else is not going to work for everybody. The books that may have worked for this family is not going to work for that family. You know, my book, it's, it's called Moms Like Me because it's, this is for moms like me who's, who've had to make stuff up as they go along. You have good sense, you're educated, you have good friends, you have good relationships. But this right here seems to be out of your grasp. Parenting means moving yourself out of the way. Doesn't mean making the kid the center. It means you not being so selfish that your kids grow up with a focus thinking that it's all about you. I'm teaching my seven-year-old right now what it means to make a different decision. Since we homeschool, I have all day. But the truth of the matter is if I move myself out of the way and because she's in third grade and she can think about it and I'm like, is this really what you want to do? And so I don't want my kids to look to me for every decision. Well, what type of decisions are you going to make when mommy's not around? And for me, this is a conversation that starts now. Me, Melissa, and the drivers just want to thank you for taking out the time to share your wisdom and what you've learned along this journey, particularly with your children and what it means to be a homeschool mom pre and post COVID. And we look forward to your book and your blog. And we will be on that journey with you and riding with you because that's what we do on the journey. So, Adrian, we have a lot of sister friends pulling up. Some people pulling up in their SUV, okay? Black on black on black on black. We understand that black lives matter. Some people not even pulling up in a vehicle, honey. We had to take this episode seaside so that we can have our sister friend, author, and amazing owner of Chalet Gardens 
pull up in her cruise ship, okay? But Adrian, what I want to know is how are you, Adrian, pulling up to today's episode? Well, Melissa, you still got that moving truck. Girl, no. The moving truck has definitely been returned back to the moving company. Why are you asking, sis? Because uh, I'm pretty sure I picked it up from you because <laughs> I am moving. I drove from home to Chicago and back in one day. And it's just been ups and downs ways, but it's mainly been packaging things up, putting things in suitcases, reorganizing, gathering, putting in some Amazon orders because they deliver very quickly and I can get everything that I need so that this next journey of life I'm fully prepared for. And so, yeah, I'm packing, I'm boxing, I'm organizing, I'm putting things here, there, and everywhere. So that is where I am. So I took that moving truck that you left on Peach Street, and I took that, and I'm rolling. That's what I love about my sister friend. Listen, she knows that in Georgia, there is a peach tree in every county, okay? Peach Tree Street, Peach Tree North, Peach Tree Avenue. Listen, my sister friend is pulling up to this episode in the moving truck that I dropped off, okay? Well, let me let y'all know, while I dropped off the moving truck, because I feel as though I have organized my space, I have organized what I want to keep and what I want to leave and sow into someone else's life. So now I need to get in that rental car. That's right. This week for me, I feel like my life has been an understanding of how to steward, how to take care of something that I don't own. This has been a lesson for me in stewardship this week. When you have been given something, when you have a borrowed vehicle, when you have a borrowed item, we need to learn how to take care of that. We need to learn how to steward over that, knowing that that's a blessing for us in that moment. And so for me, Adrian, I definitely am pulling up in my rental car, okay? But just know, Adrian, on the back of my rental car is... <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me you got a trailer on the back of it's it. a trailer okay what kind of rental car is this this is what i wanted to ask you before what kind of rental car are you pulling up in that is pulling this trailer that's what i want to know listen i am pulling up in an suv okay my sister friend is not the only one pulling up in an suv I am also pulling up in my SUV, but unfortunately and fortunately, depending on which side of the perspective you are on, I have a trailer hooked to the back. Yes, ma'am. Hello, hello. hello. Hi, Tahira. How are you? You are. Hi. I'm so I'm excited you are here. Tahira. <laughs> so Tahira, I wanted to yes, I wanted to welcome you to the podcast and I wanted to say thank you so much for supporting me. You are an incredible supporter. So let's get into this amazing introduction for some and presentation for others. 
Please welcome to the podcast an amazing entrepreneur, mother to four wonderful boys, and wife to one super cool husband. Not only does she care for the fellas in her life, she is also a certified life coach to teen girls and a licensed middle school educator. Welcome, Miss Tahira, to the podcast, y'all. Tahira, thank you so much for supporting us and for subscribing to The Drive. Thank you for listening to every episode. I just want to take a moment to check in with you to find out what vehicle are you driving? In other words, if you could name a vehicle to represent your life this week, what vehicle would you name and why? How are you, Tahira, pulling up to this episode? Uh, Today, (laughs) literally today, I am pulling up in the Flintstones car, Melissa. (laughs) 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 I'm pulling up in... Flintstones car with my family running with our feet. I mean, it's taking all six of us right now. And I feel like we've moved back in time to a degree, but it's not a bad thing because life feels simpler now. And we're really depending on each other. Coming out of the corona quarantine and being isolated at home, we are really working on the teamwork piece. And so I would just kept picturing the Flintstones and how it must, you know, Fred could drive the car by himself. But if everybody works together, if all six of us, we have a family of six, if we're all running, then I believe we can get where we need to go. And so that's what I'm pulling up in. Thank you so much to hear for sharing that with us. And (laughs) thank you so much for supporting for supporting us. But before I let you go, before I let you park that Flintstone car and listen to the rest <laughs> of our podcast, because you are a phenomenal supporter, please help us to hear with our topic for today. Now, you as a businesswoman, as a homeschool mom, as an educator, why do you think it's essential that we create new relationships during this new school year? You know, I I think about my friendships and even the fact that I'm cultivating new ones right now as a new homeschooling mom. I, I'm being very intentional about who I reach out to for support. And so for me, relationships, friendships, they're all about having a point of connection and it shifts, it changes with all with the different seasons that we're in. So I look back and I think about being in my twenties and having friends and relationships. And, you know, our focus was having a good time, but right now I'm looking for other homeschool moms who I can learn from and look to for support as I navigate a new path with my own family. I think about how we have to have a way to connect with one another, whether it's for support or as a confidant or, you know, just sometimes that sounding board to hear what you're going through or inspiration, motivation. I mean, our relationships, our friendships, Especially for me, I'm thinking about my girlfriends. They're just so important. And so I think it's essential now, especially as educators facing something new, too. Like I just finished grad school, so I'm thinking about my friendships with my cohort and how we rely on one another, not just navigating through grad school, but how do we figure out 
virtual teaching and some of them are leading schools now. So we have to have that point of connection for support and all of the other things that go into making the relationship work. I love that because what I hear you saying is something that I've oftentimes said to myself and to know that other sister friends agree with this statement that everything we need is in a relationship. It does take a village and so many moms, including all of the amazing mompreneurs that we have on here today has mentioned the fact that it takes a village to do what you all do to have greatness. You cannot have greatness in isolation. There is a team effort, a tribal effort that goes forth. And so thank you so much for really solidifying that for our drivers today. And I wanted to ask you if you could give one tip because you have created so many new relationships each and every school year. How do you go about creating at least one new relationship with a teacher or a parent that you have met? How did you go about doing that was it a smile that you gave them was it a handshake was it a connection that you made absolutely I I love what you said about a smile because I do smile all the time it's helpful just to be inviting by being that warm friendly face but I think to take it a step further and really be intentional about forming that relationship you have to find a point of connection and so it could be whatever your experience may be that you're having in common Educator to educator, we're in this school building together. We have common goals centered around our students. So that's a connection point. Those are experiences we can share. And I would connect to a fellow coworker, another teacher in the building in that way and take the relationship just beyond coworker because we, we can build a friendship off of that. Wonderful, wonderful. Oh, that is incredible. Thank you so so much for that. Not only sister friends out there, do we have to show ourselves friendly in order to be a friend? You need to show yourself friendly, give them a smile, but also find that commonality that you have so that you can connect with them on a deeper level. So I will talk to you later as you drive off or shall I say, as you run off, <laughs> as I run, as you I run so off, welcome. In your <laughs> Flintstones car, please love on your boys for us and hug on them and let them know that I they will. are incredible young black boys that will make a positive difference in the world. God bless you. I Thank you so much. Them. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Listen, we have gone from Flintstones to 2020 cruise ship. So tell me, what are your thoughts over there? I love the Flintstones car. It is so funny to me. (laughs) So I just loved it. Yeah, the one thing that I love about it is that she used her imagination. You know, sometimes we're thinking about what do we have now? But this is an analogy. That means this is a vehicle or a tool or a mode of transportation that could be fictional or could be right now today in the 2020. And oftentimes we feel like I'm working with stone and wood. Okay. We haven't even gotten to the creation of metal yet. And so I really can identify with the natural resources 
that she feels like is representing her life. She feels like right now we're working through some of the basics of stone, wood, and human will to get things moving. Yeah, I really like um, also when she talked about teamwork, you know, and we talk so much about a tribe and she's right. Like in that vehicle, the more the merrier, the the more power you have, the like the faster you're going to go and the quicker you might need to stop as well. So it's not just always about moving forward. Sometimes you have to have some abrupt stops in your life. And when you have six people putting their feet down to the ground, that vehicle is going to come to a stop a lot faster. So I just thought that and her taking that analogy beyond just herself, but thinking about her family and how they're all a part of this journey. They're all playing a part. I also thought that that was just really amazing. And just relationships do that for you. They're a support. They're a push. They're an improvement. They bring you joy. They did that shoulder to cry on. And I just think that's really amazing. So that analogy was everything. I, I, I could use that a few times over. So thank you for sharing. Well, Adrian, it's time for us to take this pull up globally and call my fabulous sister friend from Morocco. She is a Moroccan designer, a farm owner, a beekeeper, and an incredible chef who makes incredible Moroccan cuisine. She is a mother of four wonderful children and one super cool husband. So I am going to call internationally using WeChat. Hello. Bonjour. Ça va? Welcome, Latifa. <laughs> Bonjour. Thank ça you. Va? Bonjour, Melissa. Bonjour, ça va? Et toi? Vous allez bien? Comment ça se passe? Ça va bien. So I'm going hey, to practice bien. my... Yeah. I'm going to practice mm -hmm. my French. So Good. let me get started. Comment tu les enfants? Ils sont bien. Ils sont très bien. Ils ont hâte de te voir. Tu leur manques beaucoup. Oh, d'accord, d'accord. Où es-tu à uh, Morocco? Are we in Morocco? Yes, where are you in yeah, Morocco? Yeah. Uh, right now, I'm in Tangier. We are in Tangier. I'm, uh, I was in uh, traveling and in the road today, so I just came on in Tangier. Wonderful. To Tangier. And yeah. Quel, quel, quel vehicle uh -huh. represents Toivi? <laughs> What okay. Vehicle, what <laughs> so, vehicle yeah. uh -huh. are you driving today? En français, s'il vous plaît. Très bien. Bon, voilà. Le, le véhicule que j'ai conduit aujourd'hui, c'était un véhicule tout terrain, 4 4 roues, et qui représente bien ma vie aussi. C'est une voiture tout terrain qui m'emmène là où je veux. <rire> Oh, bien, bien, d'accord, bien. Well, for all of the drivers out there, as you can see, when we go global, we don't just speak mm -hmm. English, but we are okay. speaking French. Oui. <laughs> Mais tu, tu parles bien en français. Oh. Tu parles très bien. Merci, tu... merci. 
C'est bien, depuis, depuis, depuis notre dernière euh, euh, entrevue en français, je sens que tu es plus à l'aise. This is what I love about our podcast, that yeah. we, Latifa, are learning new languages. We are learning French. Yeah. So thank you yeah. so much for being with us today. Thank you for teaching us French. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. It's a, it's a great pleasure to be a part of your, uh, your podcast. Thank you for that. I'm very happy to be with you today. Thank you. So, bon voyage, Latifa. Bon voyage. Merci. Merci. Merci beaucoup. Au revoir. So, as you can see, drivers, in order to pull up to our episode, we don't just need to learn one language, but we may need to learn a little bit of French or a little bit of Spanish. What are you thinking over there, Adrian? A little bit of Arabic? Yeah, I was definitely going to say Arabic. I was going to say maybe some Mandarin might be essential along the journey. Having the privilege of bringing Latifa on is to let you know that with every new relationship will come new adventures, new challenges. Just as she said, she is pulling up in her Jeep and that Jeep is representing adventure and is representing amazing opportunities in her life. If you need a translation, Adrian, you need some translation over there. I sure did. I appreciate that because I didn't know how she was pulling up. So I am happy to know that she's an adventurous woman. Well, as you can see from the introduction, being a beekeeper and a farmer who knows how to cook and has four children, she definitely is on an adventure. And I'm so grateful that she's bringing us along drivers for the ride. And remember, just because one person speaks a different language from you does not mean you can't pull out your Google Translate. Come on, Google Translate. Hopefully we can work with you in the in the future. This is only our third episode, but I'm looking forward to working with Google Translate or any translating app and allow yourself to communicate because as Tahira said, we need to have connection. Why is it essential to create new relationships this school year? So we know you pulled up in your moving truck, but why is it essential to create new relationships this school year? Well, being able to create new relationships is just important in any chapter of life, particularly when you're starting new chapters. And we're talking about embracing big change. And so when we're talking about embracing big change, You can't do big change without forming new relationships. That's so, so important. In this last year, it's been really important about new relationships. I left one job, so it was, I had spent a lot of time forging and developing relationships to then go to a new country, meet new people, have to start over again. And it's nice this time to have somebody who's welcomed me, made me feel that I mattered to them. And I think that's really what's important. And I know Yvonne talked a little bit about um, one thing her husband taught her was that in terms of forming new relationships, it's really about being a servant or being selfless. Just to know that she had prioritized me, she had made me feel like Mm. I was important to her. Yes. It, it, it was, it was just amazing. And then as I began to ask her questions, so one, she answered and act, 
acted quickly. And I thought that was really important. But then when I'm asking her questions, not only did she give me answers, but she anticipated other questions I would have. So, you know, that state of not knowing what you don't know. Well, she knew what I didn't know. And she didn't make have me worry about that. She said, look, girl, I know that this is going to be an issue. So I know you're going to need this. You know, when I was talking about this, she's like, oh, I have that number. Here you go. Oh, you need to know which ones you do and don't need for this and that. Here's this list. And I've given it to you nicely organized with bullets. It's just amazing to have somebody, one, make time for you, two, prioritize you, Three, be there for you. Four, anticipate your needs. And I feel like though that's what this teammate did for me. And it's been everything. And I just look forward to when I get off that plane, knowing that right next door to me is someone I know is going to be in my corner. I love listening to the stories that Adrian tells. As we are all listening to Adrian's story and listening to all the mompreneurs and the homeschoolers, and listening, people are calling into our show. So I'm so appreciative of everyone that is calling into our show. And we will definitely get that number to you all to make it available in our upcoming episode so that you too can call into our show and give your thoughts and your ideas. So please, please, please continue to support us. So I am so happy and so excited today, Adrian, to have heard from all of these amazing mompreneurs, educators, business owners, global speakers. What, Adrian, can we say to our drivers before we head out of here today? Take us home, Adrian. Well, first, I just want to say this is a new school year that approaches that will be like none other in cultivating relationships, friendships, connections, all of that will be more important than ever. Drivers, be sure to take some time to look at how you're showing up and pulling up in all of your relationships this school year, this pandemic, this time in life. Also, be sure to like, share, and subscribe. <laughs> That's right. Like, share, and subscribe. Right. Um, and that's part of relationship building. Share this with somebody, have a conversation with them. Let this jumpstart a new relationship for you because we're happy to have you driving and riding along with us. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, y'all. Hasta luego. Au revoir.